And welcome back to another episode of the Castle Collective. And tonight I am joined by two very special members of the collective. We have him back, Mr. Joel Skellington himself. Joel Wallen, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much, Sean. I just when it, when when we talk food, I gotta bring you into this, so it's great. People are thinking I don't ride the rides; I just go and eat, and then I leave. But <laughs> just too far off. Well, tonight we're talking about both. So, but first of all, we gotta acknowledge our other guest, the oh so talented Mr. Sean Solo. How you doing tonight? Doing great. Thanks again for having me. Yes, and as a reminder. Uh, Sean Solo, Sean Lords is one of the hosts of Word on the Main Street podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, Joel is a Disney mega fan, and uh, we love talking all things Disneyland with uh, with Joel Skellington. So this is a good group tonight. I like that it's a little more manageable than last time. We can have some good <laughs> deep discussion. But uh, actually, it's kind of funny because Nick at Night kind of... Uh, inspired this and actually joel this was your idea uh it, yeah and it was because of uh, the previous episode or yeah i guess it's just previous yeah um yeah. uh discussing the rides and what you want to do when you get back to disneyland and and nick as is common for the castle collector decided to break the rules and <laughs> and always do two for ones um not just nick everybody everybody um, right i <laughs> but i broke the rules one time when we were talking about things we would go on or something i came up with something i told everybody it had to be current attractions and then i chose something from way back when so yeah so we all yeah but that was i thought that was a great idea and the, of course the food and wine festivals were going on and so i thought a, a food and ride um festival uh, made sense so that's what we're doing tonight and nick at night's not even here he's quite offended that we decided to record <laughs> this tough he's already given us his pairings but what we're doing tonight is uh uh, while I am not uh, an imbiber of vino, uh, I've worked in restaurants. I know that there are food and wine pairings that go together. But as Nick pointed out, there are some rides that when you think of the ride, you automatically think, okay, there's a food that I want that kind of goes along with it. Maybe it's something that's sold right there, or it has a similar theme, or just for whatever reason. So we decided to each come up with five food and attraction pairings and the food has to be something that you can get in the parks uh somewhere or in the resort i should say i guess you know open to downtown disney as well but uh anyway i'll be fascinated to hear and it'll be really interesting to see if we actually have crossover but uh joel skellington as this was your idea why don't you hit us with uh with your first one uh i'll do that and and i tried to to stick a uh, stay away a little bit from from someone's at least automatically came to mind. I wanted to do a little, do a little deeper dive, but the first one I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to break the rules already. Uh, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a full break, but it's kind of a, a combo of items. So it's the Incredit Coaster yep. over there in the California Adventure, um, and there are two things that I just always think of with that. Uh, one is is a fairly obvious one, which is the Jack Jack uh, Num Num Cookies. I think I don't say that in the right word. Cookie or, num nums, yeah, yeah. Cookie num nums. There we go. Um, which are fantastic, but also the jalapeno pretzel, um, mm. which uh, usually get on the way to the Incredit coaster, so you can lose it whilst on the uh, Incredit coaster, <laughs> and then refill with the num nums. Uh, yeah. So, all right, Sean, did you have uh, either of those on your list? Well, if I'm being honest, I have a list of nine different <laughs> pairings. 
because I couldn't decide. And the, and, uh, the Incredoaster and a Cookie Num Num was on the list. So I was going to go ahead and skip it. But so, so... You know, after, after chasing Jack Jack around for, for a while, you get hungry and you need right, that so, cookie. So I thought there was no way we were going to have a single crossover. I thought there are so many <laughs> infinite combinations. But we have a trifecta. That's number five on my list as well. <laughs> I didn't think you guys would think of that, but oh my gosh! I now I didn't think about the jalapeno pretzel, but how much do you love those cookie num nums? I mean, that to me, that's the greatest combination. But to your point, Joel, get it after you have ridden. Yeah, that's yeah. If you want to keep it down, that's, yeah, that's, that's the way to go. What is it? What is it, Sean? That you that that, that makes those cookie num nums so amazing? Uh, they they're so warm and gooey, and and it's like it's just like a fresh cookie every time you get one. And yeah, I don't I don't know if like because when you're on the ride and they're doing the cookie num num thing, when he's like cookie cookie num num, you can smell the you cookies. can smell it. Yeah, they have the <laughs> so smell like, piping through. Yeah, are they piping the actual like cookie smell that they're they do. Like, like are they they're baking from, from the cookies they're baking, or is it just a fake cookie smell? The exhaust from the hut just pipes right up there into the, <laughs> yeah. into the right. <laughs> Joel, have you ever tried replicating the cookie? No, no. I have just purchased others that are similar in the area, um, but they're just so big and thick and to get the right temperature and not have raw or burned, I, I can't even comprehend. That's what, what that blows my mind is they're not raw, but they are slightly undercooked. Yes, and so in you the right way. Mushy, warm, gooey, and they actually sell uh, little things of milk mm-hmm. that I think are a brilliant value at like seven dollars or something like that. <laughs> but but they're so worth it. You get that cold milk and that warm cookie num num, and the big big square chocolate chips that they have in them are just so. Man, we need to get back, guys. We just need to get back. This was a bad idea tonight. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming eventually. But uh, yeah, I think Cookie Num Nums, and I love the fact that they've tied it in. And this might be my only really obvious one, and this one is pretty obvious because it's right out in front. Yeah. But I think if I were to choose one food and attraction combo, this this could be it. You know, go on the Incredicoaster. Uh, Joel, are you a big fan of the Incredicoaster as an attraction? I am, as long as it's not more than two or three times. Uh, <laughs> I had a, uh, my son back when it was the California Screaming, um, who on his birthday wanted to ride it. Uh, I believe it was like eight times for his eighth birthday, kind of thing. And me being, you know, <laughs> not the youngest man, I was thinking I could do that. And after about three or four, I'm like, we're done, aren't we? Um, and he luckily was bored at that point. So I was like, oh, good. So I'm sweating here. I need to sit down. How about you, Sean? You big fan of the Incredicoaster? I I love it. I love the the retheming. I think it's brilliant, and it it just it fits a lot better in a Disney park than it did before. Yeah, I I enjoyed the music from Incredicoaster, but uh, you know I I was skeptical. I was very very skeptical, and I went uh, probably two weeks after it opened. I went and was able to get, you had to get a, a pass for it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had a, a pass, a reservation for it, whatever. And when I wrote it, I went, you know what? If they had built it, if they had said, let's build a roller coaster based on the Incredibles, they could not have themed it any better. It was so perfect. And I didn't expect that. So 
then you walk out and you get that num num. It's it's oh, yeah. awesome. So pops it off. All right. If if there are any of my other ones in common with you guys, I will be shocked and I will <laughs> fall on the floor. But let's let's uh, move right along. Sean Solo, what else? What what else do you have? Uh, so this took a, a little bit of thinking, but uh, I've got great moments with Mr. Lincoln, and I will pair that really nicely with a turkey leg because you can't get more American than eating meat off of a bone and watching President Abraham Lincoln talk. <laughs> Just because there's no way you are going to believe me. I am going to share my screen with you. Oh, shush. <laughs> I think that that has got to be the most random. <laughs> I kid you not. I, th- I thought it was random. My too. number three is turkey leg <laughs> with great moments. It's right there. That was my number three. You have got to be kidding me. That's that's insane. Joel, please tell me that you have the sanity to not have that. <laughs> I don't. And if I have to be perfectly honest, I don't think I've been to great moments with Lincoln for uh, 40 plus years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, <laughs> I seemed like I went maybe once as a child and was like, I'm done. I do have a turkey leg um, debating much like Sean. I also have quite a list just so I could uh, make sure I'm not duplicating what everybody did. But uh, my turkey oh. leg actually came on the Thunder Mountain. Um, but, oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. Old Westy kind of feel. Well, let's, 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 jump into the Sean that blows my mind like I, I was not expecting believe. anyone to have that no now you know I'm a mega fan of great moments with Mr. Lincoln <laughs> I go to it all the time and I often I've, I've mentioned this on this show before I often go and I'll show up at seven o'clock at night when the park is closing at nine and I'll just walk around for an hour or whatever but one thing that's great is when the park is super packed, but you really want to do an attraction and get the feel. It's easy to go because the theater is empty because it's it's a bunch of people like uh, like Joel Skellington who just don't want to go see it. And, and I can't blame you. I have all the feels from it. I'm a big fan of it. But I was sitting and I was thinking about how much I miss it. And I've listened to the music a lot while uh, the parks have been closed, especially the very, very not cheesy at all. America, <laughs> spread your golden wings. Um, but uh, as I've listened, you know, to that, yeah, it felt like a turkey leg was so Americana. Right. Right. <laughs> so was that kind of your thinking on that too then, Sean? Yeah, I just was like, what is the most American thing I can eat on Main Street uh, after seeing one of the greatest presidents give a, give a speech and uh, meat on a bone just sounded very American to me. <laughs> oh, let's pivot now. And Joel, you've got it at uh, over at big, big thunder mountain, which makes sense to me. And actually there is a stand right out uh, kind of just kitty corner to it. What was your thinking on that? It's just, uh, it felt the old West. Um, the first thought when I thought of thunder mountain was actually the uh, barbecue all you can eat barbecue, which they don't do anymore because Star Wars right. Land blew, blew it up. Yeah. Um, with Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, at least when I saw it way back in the day. Awesome. Um, but uh, but then I was like the turkey leg, just that nice smoked roasted kind of thing. Feels like uh, a happy day for one of those miners to grab good old turkey leg. Yeah, I think that totally makes sense. I think the turkey leg is probably the second. No. I would say probably the third most iconic food of Disneyland behind churro and Dole Whip. I think uh, churro 
probably comes in first, maybe, maybe a Dole Whip second. And then that Turkey leg rolls. I don't know what else it would be. At least those have to be the, the trifecta of grandeur at, at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I think can't think of anything else that's bigger, you know, maybe a Mickey pretzel, but yeah. Yeah. That's what, wow. Well, I am now, I, I'm now not going to assume anything Sean Solo, because <laughs> the fact that we both had uh, turkey legs with, with great moments with Mr. Lincoln, Joel, do you have any memories at all of great moments with Mr. Lincoln or was just it just being in, bored as a kid? Yeah. Just getting as quick past it as I could before my parents decided that might be a good idea. <laughs> uh, just let's keep going. There's, there's rides to be had. Sean, be honest. You get a little bit emotional when you hear uh, one more red and one more blue. Uh, I just, yes, <laughs> I do too. I do too. Every time I just, they have all the pictures, you know, and, and for our listeners who haven't been for a while, one war red and one war blue was about the civil war. Two brothers go off to fight and a woman is singing. It's very 1970s style song. And there are pictures of these two brothers and one came home in a, a coffin and one came home triumphant. One fought for the North, one fought for the South. And, uh, yeah, it's quite emotional. I don't know the whole thing. Great moments with Mr. Lincoln just makes me emotional, but if I'm being honest, I get pretty emotional over Turkey legs. Also something (laughs) I should probably not admit in public, but (laughs) it's like the tears start to form with great moments and the mouth starts to water with the Turkey leg. It's this whole thing that just kind of works together. So, well, that is awesome. Sean Solo. That makes me very happy. Very happy. Yeah, that, that was very unexpected. So. Yeah, yeah, totally weird. I did have to, I literally, for our listeners, I just shared my screen. They could see I was not typing just to see, because that's that was crazy. Was legit. But, well, let's move on. Joel Skellington, what else you got? Um, did we skip you? Did you not? Well, so far, I've been I've been right there with with you guys. So I've He's mean, only got we, three left. I've only got three left because I didn't. I keep thinking, what, what's my random one? So I'm not uh, hitting somebody. Um, well, I'll do. And this, you know, isn't fair because I'm guessing uh, Mr. Sean Solo has something for this. But but I have to mention because it's one that came to mind, not as an obvious, but to me, it makes sense, which is uh, the spooky haunted house, as my three year old said back whatever that would be 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> it has a name. <laughs> I, know. I know. But he, but all the way going up into when we were heading there that year, he kept going, I want to go on spooky haunted house. Um, he was so excited. That's adorable. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, if, by the way, if at age 23, still calling it spooky haunted house, disown the kid, <laughs> they do at some point need to learn the name, but like, you, you know what it is. Yeah. It was just yeah. the funny thing is afterwards, he was not so interested anymore. He was like, this is kind of scary. Uh, I think yeah. he was less interested once we went through it again. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, and, and the beignet, uh, the Mickey beignet, it's just for a lot of reasons, obviously um, with the new Orleans style and such with the haunted mansion. Um, but also of course, coated in powdered sugar. So it has that ghostly appeal. Um, and just kind of, to me, made it made a perfect uh, position there with the haunted mansion. That is beautiful. Sean, did you have that on your list? I had the beignets, but surprisingly, I didn't put haunted mansion on my list at all. Okay. <laughs> there is so much shocking going on tonight. I would have sworn you were going to have, so let's, let's talk about this pairing and then we'll get to your pairing. I, Joel, that is brilliant. I never thought about the white, the the powdered sugar uh, 
with the ghost. I mean, but it is, it's very new Orleans. In fact, my daughter is flying to new Orleans tomorrow. She's going um, with some friends. They're going to go spend spring break out there. And I just sent her some, uh, I sent her a Venmo and said, this is for beignets uh, in new Orleans. So you can have, cause she's had them of course at Disneyland, but uh, so she could have the real ones out there, but that's really brilliant, you know, and it fits together because the haunted mansion is so new Orleans style and you're in new Orleans square you get the beignets. Have you ever had, Joel, have you ever had any of the special beignets, like the different flavors? No, I have, I have heard of them, but uh, I've never been there at the time when those were going on, or at least didn't notice that they were going on. Yeah. So, Sean, you've had some some different flavored beignets. You get a beignet every time. I say every time. We've been to. there together, I think, three <laughs> times now. And I think each time, well, we one time we tried and failed because failed. they ran out. <laughs> but uh, what, what other flavors of beignets have you had? Uh, the pumpkin spice. Those ones are good. I've had that uh, one. Can't yeah. go wrong with that. Um, I think that's the only flavored one that I've had. Yeah. Uh, I think besides the regular. Yeah. So, so where was, what was your pairing with the beignet? I actually went with the Mark Twain riverboat mm. and the beignets. It just nice. felt very new Orleans to me, uh, to, to ride the riverboat down the river and then, uh, Enjoy some beignets. Very nice. I love it, man. That's really a good combination. Yeah, that riverboat definitely with the Dixie music playing and and all oh. of that just feels very, <laughs> you walk off of that, you get a beignet. You could probably, I think you could probably eat the beignet on the riverboat. I don't think they're very tight about, I think you can, yeah. about food or drink on it. So that's a pretty good combination we'd have to try. What do you love about the riverboat, Sean? Uh, it's just, it, it's a very like calm attraction. It's something that you don't get to do very often. I'm not, not saying if you're at Disneyland, you don't get to do it very often, but where do you get to ride a riverboat? Not, not very yeah. many places. So it's just, a, I think it's a very, uh, what unique experience. Sure. Uh, and, yeah. uh, just gives you that feel, I think, of, of New Orleans and even Frontierland, because I think it fits in both areas very, very well. For sure. Joel, are you a big fan of the uh, the, the Mark Twain? Uh, it's possible if I've ridden on it, I'd be a big fan. <laughs> um, oh, really? I Again, it's another one of those, just when I was younger, it was like, I'm not wasting time on a boat. Um, <laughs> get me to a ride. And then as I get older, then I'm going, oh, that line's too long. I need to move on. Um, so. The line is deceptive. The line always does look long, but it's really not. I love it. I love, I love the announcer's voice. I love, and I'm a sucker for what he says. Mark Twain. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what it is about it. I just love it. I love, but I love the whole storytelling of it too, about the settlers and the, you know, look on this side and on that side. And yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think that's a great combination. I think both of you came up with good ones. I'm, I'm going to go next and I'll throw out one that is sort of a sister to this. And, uh, you know, the, the, so this would be the, uh, the sailing ship Columbia, uh, which is not out as much as the Mark Twain, but on, if you're there at the right time, you can find the sailing ship Columbia, but this actually works also really well with uh with the mark twain as well and that is uh a clam chowder bread bowl at the harbor galley mm-hmm. 
I love the Harbor Galley. I think it's one of the lesser known. I think Disney files know it, but average people don't know it as much. And really, I could have put anything from their menu on there. They have the lobster roll with the the homemade uh, potato chips. But I, you know, I'm from the Bay Area, grew up going to San Francisco all the time. I am such a sucker for a bread bowl, sourdough bread bowl with clam chowder, loaded up with a bunch of Tabasco sauce, maybe some oyster crackers. And then the thing I love about it is if you go on the Columbia, you're kind of in that mindset of the ocean and the coast and all these things. And then you walk over, but you can also sit. If you walk right around the corner, you can sit and then watch the Columbia go by while you're eating. So it's this whole nautical themed experience. And I just love it. I love it. I love a clam chowder bread bowl. So that's a pretty private, like seating area too. Yeah. There are a lot of tables and chairs. So. And it's often empty. It's surprising because people just don't know about it. You kind of walk mm-hmm. around. It looks like there's nothing over there. But, I really thought uh, it was new, like it hadn't been there growing up. And uh, I, five years ago or so, I think it's the first time we went when we were looking at a list of some Disney foods. And we're like, they have a lobster roll? Um, what's this? <laughs> and, and even then, I think we maybe walked past it once or twice. But no, I think it's this here, this random, looks like a bathroom entrance. Um, and then it was... <laughs> whole place and we and we loved it i it almost made my list but paired with the uh, splash mountain but um because it's also if you walk a little bit further down you can watch the, the logs coming down from splash mountain right there right yeah um it's it's fun isn't that lobster roll just amazing joel like it is so buttery and creamy and just delicious and then you pair it with those salty crispy potato chips that they make fresh there or at least they make you think they make them there. They seem like they were made there. <laughs> They're made fresh someplace. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. So that's my, uh, that's my sailing ship, uh, which I didn't think the Mark Twain would make it in. So I, I, I think it's a better pairing with the Columbia. There's something, the Columbia seems very sort of East coast, you know, it just feels like it's out of the East coast and, and, and a bread bowl feels a little bit that way too. But I think it also works with the Mark Twain. So uh, let's go. Uh, I don't. I don't even know who's up because we've been stepping all over each other. So Joel, why don't you? Why don't you go ahead and jump in? Uh, I think if I'm counting right, I only have a couple left, and so I'm trying to make sure okay. I make them count. I'm going to do this one. Um, this is another one. My cheating. This it's better that way. Um, I'm pairing <laughs> soaring over the world. Yeah. With Fisherman's Wharf. Um, which I know technically is a lot of restaurants um, is not a specific item, but soaring all the world as well is about a whole lot of different places, a lot of different countries and areas. So after that, you can hit Fisherman's Wharf. You can grab some Mexican food, some, some Asian inspired foods. You can grab more sourdough, um, a lot of different options over there that kind of felt like they paired together. All right. I got to say, you're saying you're breaking rules. I think that is genius. I think, <laughs> I think soaring around the world, if you go on soaring around the world and then you grab your whole family and you go over to Pacific Wharf and just say, whatever you guys want. Now you've been around the world. Great. What you've, seen, you? yeah. you've seen the Great Wall of China. They got the Chinese food there. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you see anything from Mexico, but but yeah, you've got lots of lots of <laughs> you've got. So, Joel, are you a bigger fan of soaring around the world or soaring over California? Well, I'm still a sucker for California, solely just the orange groves. That alone, just to me, that ride is all about the orange groves. And when I 
don't have it, there's a little bit of me that misses it, even though I love the sword around the world too. Yeah. How uh, about you, Sean? So the, I like, I like Soren over California the best, but as far as like the quality of the film that you're watching, I'd yeah. rather watch uh, Soren over the world just because yeah. California, it seems really like old. <laughs> yeah. It gets like grainy and, and it kind of shakes and I don't know. See, and I, I'm a bigger fan of, of Soren around the world because it's actual film. Whereas there's so much CGI in, no, sorry. I think I said that backward. I'm a bigger fan of soaring over California rather than around the world. Soaring (laughs) around the world. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I think I switched that. No, I like soaring over California better because it's actual film and what you're seeing, you're actually seeing. Um, Although I do, I have heard that Tinkerbell at the end is CGI. I haven't verified that, really? that she's not real, <laughs> but uh, yes, but that's what I've heard word on the street. Um, so, so I am a bigger fan of uh, Soren over California, but Soren over the world is, is awesome. Is it Soren over the world or around the world? Gosh, we haven't been to the parks in so long. Not sure. I, think, sudden, it's I think it's around. Yeah. It's, I get him confused because it was Soren over California mm. And around the world, I think it is. But anyway, in any case, I like it better. What I have a hard time with in Soaring Around the World is some of the CGI, and especially if you're on the far left or the far right, you get to see the Eiffel Tower as the Leaning Tower of Pisa <laughs> because <laughs> it bends so far because of the curved, <laughs> rounded screen. Um, but I love everything. I I love all the music. I love that attraction. So, Joel, I think it's I think it's really smart. Do you have a favorite? in i think it's is it pacific wharf is that is that yeah. what they call that area do you have a favorite in there joel i do like uh the asian bowls i can't remember what it's called i mean they're mostly chinese but i usually get more of the thai style um, is it the lucky dragon i think it's something called. like it, yeah yeah i just forgotten but uh, again been a long time yeah uh, i had some of the best grilled fennel in that bowl obviously mm. i still remembered of a random thing i just remembered there was this fennel and it was there one day and we went there you know two days later and it wasn't in there so i don't know if it was a seasonal thing um or if i just dreamed it but it was <laughs> it was pretty fantastic sean what's your favorite over in the pacific wharf area i just like uh the bread bowls over it uh can't remember what it's called yeah is it just the pacific wharf cafe or something yeah. like that but yeah uh they've got the like uh that. the bread bowls i think it was with you we went during halloween mm, and they had you had the cheddar you had yeah a, it was you like, had a, like a broccoli cheddar or ch- something like that it was like a bacon cheddar ale oh that's what it was soup thing it was yeah. so good it was a beer so yeah beer soup beer cheese soup yeah yeah i that's my favorite too i always tend to go there but joel i'm with you in that it's kind of the same like we take our when we go there with our kids, you know, we we kind of say, "Hey, there's Mexican there, there's you know Chinese over here, uh, or Asian flavors, and there's you know wharf food." They also have a mean uh, turkey sandwich with pesto oh. right there in the Pacific Wharf Cafe, and and um, you know, a good activity there, by the way, is you can walk through and watch people making the uh, Mickey pretzels right before you go into the Pacific Wharf Cafe. So Boudin kind of sponsors that. Pretty cool. 
I like it, Joel. I don't think you're breaking any rules at all. I mean, I get what you're saying, but it is a dining experience at least. So I'm trying. I'm trying. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Sean, what else have you got? Well, since we're over in uh, California Adventure, I'll, I'll keep it over there. I'm going to go with uh, a uh, Radiator Springs Racers. Nice. And that's going to pair really, really nice uh, with the uh, the uh, bacon mac and cheese cone at uh, the cone queso. Beautiful, Oof. beautiful. <laughs> tell us Good about uh, tell us about that about the uh, cone. Yeah, uh, it's just a it's a bread cone, and it's filled with bacon mac and cheese. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> How do you argue you with go that, wrong? right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a cone of carbs, you can... and it's amazing. <laughs> made, made of carbs. so it's, a, it's Yeah, a basically. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I love the little cones right there, and maybe the best thing I've eaten at Disneyland in the last 10 years, Sean, you and I had at one of those Ooh. cones, and I was trying to tie it back in, but I couldn't really make it work with the ride or anything, but <laughs> we had elote. Which for our listeners, if you don't know elote, it's corn with uh, it's corn on the cob with mayonnaise and seasonings. But they took it and they rolled it in crushed flaming hot Cheetos. And I'm not kidding, Joel. (laughs) When I tell you how good this thing was, I have no words. Like it was so (laughs) delicious. You get the crunchy and the mayonnaise and the 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 corn and the heat. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. So I, I think they put a, a sriracha mayo on there. That's right. It was. Yeah, it was a sriracha mayo. Made it yeah. even better. <laughs> That's right. It was sriracha mayo with the yeah, but I couldn't tie those together. So I'm glad I had a chance to to talk about <laughs> it. So do you ever get just the ice cream cone there, Sean? I usually don't. The wife is a big fan of soft serve, and it really is the best soft serve I've ever. Is. is over there so yeah uh, but one one thing i do like over there is they've got the uh pop cone um mm. and it's the only place you can get flavored popcorn besides you know caramel corn and regular popcorn they've got like white cheddar and you know parmesan garlic yeah. or whatever and i so. love that they're always doing seasonal offerings mm-hmm. so joel how much do your kids love radiator racers big fans Big fans, uh, big fans. We enjoy the the cozy cone uh, as well, especially the. Uh, I think it was a pork chili verde they had one time that was mm. just fantastic. Yeah, it seems like they're always changing it up there with the cones, and that's one of the things I love is go over and find something new. It's delicious and it's fun. I mean, and they really tie it in well with all the giant orange safety cones around, and yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. Awesome stuff. Well, I will keep us in California adventure, I think, cause I'll go next. And, uh, I'm going to pair a classic corn dog, uh, which you can actually get in a couple of places, but, uh, um, I was thinking of award wieners in California <laughs> adventure, and I'm going to pair that with the Pixar pal around. And the reason I'm pairing that is because it's the classic boardwalk. And, you know, I grew up near, the uh, Santa Cruz beach boardwalk about 40 minutes away, we go to the boardwalk and there's something very boardwalk feeling about a corn dog. It's, it's state fair. 
it's a boardwalk. And then the Pixar pal around being a Ferris wheel, even though it's a gigantuan Ferris wheel <laughs> with massive cages rather than chairs, it's still a Ferris wheel. And, you know, you're there on Pixar pier. It feels like a corn dog is, you know, it just feels right to me. It feels like you're getting the entire fair thing. Uh, again, much like earlier, if you're going to go on the ones that actually roll back and forth, maybe do the corn dog after the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Joel, Joel, does that make you a little bit sick when you go on the ones that slide? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're like, let's go on. I'm like, no, no. If we're going on this one, it's stationary. Yeah. Or, Sorry. Your old man's cutting you down. That's yeah. not happening. How about you, Sean? I hate them. <laughs> it doesn't make me sick or anything, but like it, it scared the crap out of me. You, you can ask my That's brother, funny. you can ask my brother-in-law and it was me and my wife, uh, on one side. And then it was my brother and her brother on the other side. And he's not a, he's not a small guy. And so all the weight was over there. And so it, it really got going and I, uh, I almost crapped myself. So <laughs> I won't do it again. So Sean, but do you like the stationary ones or no, just you, you don't want to. Yeah. The, st- the stationary ones are fine. Gives you a nice view of the park. Um, if they're working on something new, gives you a good vantage point to see the progress being made. So I always yeah. enjoy going up there. I love going up there at night. I love the view uh, from the Pixar pal around at night. I just think it's stunning. Get to see all the twinkling lights. And you know, what's kind of funny is you spend most of the day uh, in almost all attractions. You're in Disneyland and that's it. You are in Disneyland. The rest of the world doesn't exist. It's kind of fun to see out on Harbor and Catella or whatever, <laughs> you know, you kind of see you're so high up there. You can kind of see everything that's going on out there. So Anyway, I think it's pretty good. Joel, do you like the corn dog? Uh, I'm a big fan of the corn dog. I was trying to figure out how to pair it, um, and so didn't quite officially make the list. I had Midway Mania, seemed like it made sense. Thought about Goofy Sky School, which is the one ride that I will not go on. Um, Sounds similar to Sean's feeling about the coaster, but I I I fear death on that one. It's not like that, <laughs> like. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy and dropping all that kind of stuff. There's it's thrilling, but there's never the fear of death. And I, honestly, not joking, feel death when I was on there. I'm like, I can't <laughs> do this. I, I feel like I'm gonna die. Uh, so that attraction, the where your knees go, oh yeah, is approximately three inches too small for my knees, and oh, so yeah. I am crushed in there. And then every turn. Like jerks my body. And I always feel Joel, like, even though I'm wedged in, I'm going to fly out. I hate that ride. That is probably my least favorite attraction in all of the Disney parks. And in the world. I mean, there is literally not a ride. I hate more than that. I mean, I guess they have them in other uh, parks around. It's not a a unique type ride, but, but it is just, yeah, it's always feeling every time it comes to the end, I'm like, I'm going to fly out and die. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that. I haven't ridden it in years, but I'm not a fan. Sean, you you're a fan of the corn dog, yeah? Uh big fan. Yeah. Maybe a little too big of a fan of the corn dog. <laughs> have you ever made a corn dog? Have I ever made one? Yeah, have no. you ever actually made one? I've never made nope. one either. Joel, how Here's about you? I'd rather just buy it. <laughs> I have made and to a bearing success is usually not as successful. But one thing that's fantastic, a little uh, a pro tip cooking. Make a corn muffin, 
chop up hot dogs and put them inside the muffin. The ah, corn dog muffin ah. is fantastic. Um, it is a, a regular, fairly regular staple here at our house uh, in the rotation, but it's because it's, it takes out all the mess and you still get the corn dog. Uh, Joel, that is right. so brilliant. That is so <laughs> smart. I like that. I am definitely going to have to try that. You still dip it in ketchup and mustard, whatever you want to do. It's, it's all good. I love it, man. That sounds amazing. Well, now I want a corn dog for crying out loud. This is the worst episode. Sean Solo, what else you got? Well, before I give you one, how about I tell you what I paired the corn dog with? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. You got a corn dog on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one of my nine, so I wasn't <laughs> going to do it. But uh, So I had it paired with the Golden Zephyr. Uh, basically for the same reason you had it paired with yeah. the Ferris wheel. I thought about that boardwalk fair feel to it. Yeah. yeah so that's where I, uh, I actually thought about it dog. and I'm a sucker for the golden Zephyr. I love that attraction. I love it somewhat for the same reason as Pixar pal around you're lifted up kind of above the park. You see everything going on. It's just fun. That's a mm-hmm. good, good attraction. So, all right, that's a good one. What, what else you got, Sean? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's, uh, Let's see. I'm going to do an obvious one. Maybe you guys had it, have it on there, but uh, I did smugglers run with a, a nice cold glass of blue milk. I almost had it on there <laughs> almost. Uh, but I figured that someone else would and it, it'd be too obvious. Joel, did that make your list? It didn't mostly because I have not been um, yeah. to, to that area at all. Um, so it came to mind like there's some obvious pairings I'm sure, sure. Uh, over there, but uh, having not experienced it, I feel like I could not in good conscience put anything on. So Sean describe to us blue milk. Uh, it's a delicious blend of, uh, I think tropical fruit flavors. Uh, yeah. and, and it's, it's a dairy free milk. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what the base was. Coconut milk. I have no I idea where they told us, but, uh, <laughs> But I think the green one was citrus. Yeah, I had the green one uh, when you and I first went. Yeah, yeah. I remember I had the green one and it was very good. I do remember finishing it and going four bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Was that all? Four (laughs) bucks on milk. (laughs) Uh, It may have been more. Maybe it was six bucks. But I just remember kind of thinking, yeah. Yeah, I have nothing to show for it. I have this little plastic cup, right? And say Star Genie. Wars on it. Like it, it wasn't even a logoed cup that you'd want to keep. But no. I did enjoy it. I mean, it was refreshing. Oh yeah. Was it four, five, six bucks? I don't know about that. But, but and then uh, uh, why? What What do you love about Smuggler's Run? It just fulfills my dream of driving the Millennium Falcon. So, I mean, that's got to be almost every child's dream that grew up watching star Wars, uh, especially the original, uh, episodes four, five, and six. Everybody wants to be Han Solo flying that millennium, millennium Falcon. And, uh, I got to do it and that was amazing. So Sean, my memory being an old man is <laughs> slipping, but as I recall, did we not write it multiple times? We wrote we it there? a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like five times in a row. <laughs> Yep. Something like that. I've been there a few times since and have been able to write it since. And I've gotten to go on the one in, in Disney world. But I remember that first time we kept 
we kept taking the left stairs. I remember that, that the left, <laughs> the left, there are two stairways you can take and the left seat. Oh, you know what else we did? We did the single rider line. That's what yep. we did. And over and over. We, end, we, yeah, we kept doing single rider line. We walked right on, but like, I think we did single rider line five times and four of the times we ended up riding together anyway. Mm-hmm. So yep. Joel, what are you looking forward to seeing when, when you get to galaxy's edge? Uh, I mean, the smugglers run, uh, obviously is a, you know, one of the main ones, uh, again, growing up in that area too, uh, in that time frame, the idea of, of getting that feel. And I just can't even, it's hard for me to, to put, wrap my head around what is possible just based on what people have done, have told <laughs> yeah. me about it, what, what little they've told me because they said you have to experience it. It's phenomenal. That like gets, it's a true land. They have completely, you lose yourself and, uh, can't wait to get back. Joel, what else do you have on your list? Um, well, if we're sticking to five, I'm trying to decide between two. Um, we can do honorable mentions too. You could throw uh, out two of them right now. One is uh, a uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup at the Jolly Holiday paired with a parade. Um, oh, wow. That's a good one. So, good yeah. combination. Just, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff, obviously, the the Matterhorn macaroons and, and such, especially if the parade's a little bit later in the day. Sometimes you probably aren't wanting a full meal, but uh, but being able to kind of just be up there, actually have a seat a little raised above the crowd uh, and watch that parade from the Jolly Holiday. Do you have a favorite parade, Joel? Um, quite honestly, because of the cheesiness of it, the Main Street Electric Light Parade. I mean, when nice. I think of a parade that always comes, I mean, love it. That is, I forget that there's other parades sometimes. Yeah. That's the parade of our childhood. I mean, yeah. Joel, you and I are about the same age, pretty close. Yeah. And and I mean, that was that was when we were kids. That was what they referred to as the parade that for many parade. years. That was that was <laughs> like all different the, ones. Yeah, that's all there was. Sean, do you have a favorite? I uh, I do like Main Street Electrical Parade. The music's just classic, and I have a picture of me asleep on the ground. Uh, after a nice. long day at Disneyland, <laughs> just after or during that parade. But uh, I think my favorite parade has got to be Paint the Night. Yeah, Paint the Night uh, is amazing. It's, it's amazing. And I just have memories with my kids watching it. Well, with my son, my uh, daughter's never been, but he got yeah. to see it. And he's a huge like Lightning McQueen Lightning fan. McQueen, yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah, that uh, huge truck with all the lights that was the Lightning McQueen carrying yeah it, that was an incredible one i i'm a sucker for a christmas parade i love christmas and christmas in the parks is magical i love all the characters especially the fab five and so seeing mickey or minnie with presents and then seeing usually santa is at the end of the christmas parade i love that but i also love the halloween parade. And i'm not a big halloween fan but i do love that halloween parade it's Man, it's good, but I, I think it's for me, it's hard to beat that uh, that Main Street Electrical Parade. I love the idea that you have, Joel, of getting some of that beautiful creamy tomato soup and just sitting there on Main Street, especially if it's evening, it's a little chilly, you're watching a parade in the evening. That just sounds amazing. And that's a good spot. I will put a plug in for Joel, and I did an episode of some of our favorite kind of hidden places to eat at Disneyland. You can go back and find that. It's a, it's a great episode. Well, I think I'll jump in with my final one. I ended up not doing any honorable mentions. I stuck to five uh, (laughs) purely because of time, if I'm being honest. Uh, But my last one uh, 
is I'm pairing the Matterhorn with a good old-fashioned pretzel. And the pretzel might be my favorite snack. It's what I find I crave when I'm at the parks. I like the salty, chewy goodness. I like squirting a bunch of mustard on it and when they're hot, and I just love it. And, you know, you've got uh, the Matterhorn being, you know, from that region, at least from the Bavarian region. So you get the Bavarian pretzel. And I've, over the course of my life, I've been very fortunate to have gone to uh, Switzerland and Germany and all throughout Bavaria, like multiple times, many times. And I've had some pretty amazing pretzels in Germany. And there's something about that region. So I think that a great pairing and it, plus it's easy on the stomach. So this is something you could actually eat beforehand. The, the Matterhorn isn't too crazy on your, on your stomach. It's kind of the best of all worlds. To me, it's a perfect pairing. As we have been away from the parks for more than a year, I'm surprised at how much I really want to go on the uh, Matterhorn. I think about it a lot. It's just one of my favorite attractions. So Joel, uh, how, what, what's your take on the pretzel? Uh, I love it. Uh, as I mentioned before, especially the jalapeno cream cheese, it's just yeah. a California sure. adventure. But uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing beats just a good old salty carb, uh, especially like you said, with some of those dips, uh, dip in there and the mustard and uh, it's good times. Where, where do you stand, Sean, on the uh, the Matterhorn as far as in the, the big picture of attractions at Disneyland? I think it's one of the greats. <laughs> I mean, it was the first, I mean, it's historical because it was the first tubular uh, track that was yeah. built. Uh, that's where that came from. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's just, I always think of the Matterhorn when I think Disneyland, it's always right there in the skyline. So I don't know. I remember seeing like Mickey climbing the Matterhorn with uh, some other climbers and sure. Tinkerbell just, coming down from yeah. it. And- it's just, it's a classic to me. I'll put in a pitch for, and I think I mentioned it last time we recorded, it came up, but I just, I finished a book a few weeks back called uh, Disney's Land. And it's, it was just the history of the making of Disneyland specifically. And I've read several books on Disneyland, but gosh, this one had a lot of hidden nuggets and uh, things I never knew but there's a good amount of time spent on, on Matterhorn and it's a lot of fun. Oh man, I miss it. What I would give right now, this time of night, especially <laughs> nighttime to be walking around, uh, get off the Matterhorn, go grab a pretzel. It's not bad. I think we've all been through at least five. If you guys have any more honorable mentions you want to throw out there, happy to throw it out for fodder. Yeah, I've got a few. Yeah. yeah. And I, I had a few <laughs> extras too. You can go Sean. So the next one I'll do is just for me, it's more of a sentimental pairing or, or a magical pairing, I guess I would say. So I've got, it's a small world and uh, I paired it with a churro. Mm, Very, very good. And uh, the reason I like that so much is uh, we, we went as a family during uh, what was called the year of a million dreams. Oh, I remember that. Sure. And uh, we went on Small World and we went to go get some churros and they were doing all these like giveaway things for the year of a million dreams and a lot of cool stuff going on. And the the person that we got churros from, you know, quietly said to me, 
I think uh, after you guys get these churros, you want to go over here. Uh, I think I think you'll be very happy if you go that way. And I was like, okay. So we went over there and they gave us these lanyards uh, with with a bunch of Disney pins on it. Wow. Uh, very exclusive just for that giveaway. So I still have it uh, in a box somewhere in storage, but uh, it was just a really neat experience that I that I had. It was a little little Disney magic there where a cast member does something that they really don't need to do uh, just to make your day a little bit better. That is true magic, Sean. I've never heard that story. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty sweet. That's really neat. I, <laughs> I had the churro, was going to make the list. If I were to pair a churro, I would pair it with Alice in Wonderland. Not only is it my favorite attraction in the parks, but there's something so whimsical about a churro and something so whimsical I think Alice in Wonderland is the most whimsical uh, attraction in the parks, but uh, yeah, I love that. I think that's really cool. Uh, Joel, are, now, Small World can be divisive. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you fall on it? Uh, I quite enjoy it. Um, sometimes because I really enjoy it, sometimes because the day's been long and, I, and hot and it's a cool place. <laughs> Yeah, and I'd be lying if I didn't say I've nodded off a couple times in a small world, <laughs> which is its own weird kind of torment because you wake up and you don't realize if you've been asleep for a minute or for an hour. <laughs> it's hard to tell, um, but but overall, I still I hit it every time. Like it, it's a even though my kids might grumble a little bit, I'm like this. You have to. This is a have to. I totally agree. I think it's a have to. It's such a classic, and you have to get a churro. Have either of you had like a, one of the special churros? And and oh, do yeah. you have a favorite, Sean? Um, well, this one, I don't know if this is special because you can get it whenever. But the the red hot churro that's what I was going to bring in up. California yeah. Adventure, yeah, that one's good. Uh, but I also had a pineapple churro. Uh, yeah, came with some like marshmallow dipping sauce or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've had really the cookies good. and cream that came with a, a marshmallow dipping sauce. What's funny about those is you know you you pay an extra two bucks. And they're rolled in something, but so little of it sticks. You, really, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that goes back to our fruity cereal uh, episode of uh, word on the main street where we couldn't stop laughing about fruity cereal. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, I've had some, I've had some good ones. Churro is a good call and I'm glad it made the list. Uh, Joel, what's another one on your, your extra fun? My extra fun, uh, I had a uh, Jungle Cruise with the Safari Skewer. Um, oh, good call. That is the bacon-wrapped asparagus. Um, you don't get a whole lot of veggies uh, a lot of times uh, at Disneyland for good reason. It is a place of dreams and for children. Um, <laughs> but Not for the reality of veggies. <laughs> no, but my kids love, I mean, they when I was telling them about this episode, they're like, all oh, the bacon-wrapped skewers and the yeah. Jungle Cruise. like. They love those things. And they're called the safari skewers, so they, they fit very well. You know, I think anything with Bengal barbecue pairs very well with Jungle Cruise. You know, what's funny is Adventureland is my favorite land, and I didn't even think of that as a pairing. <laughs> so that was brilliant. Sean, did it cross your mind? It crossed my mind, but I, kn- I didn't put it on. I was trying to be a little more, like, <laughs> yeah, a thoughtful. Lot, uh, and yeah. I, I swear... Nobody was going to get that turkey leg. In yeah, great moments, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad we got the uh, Bengal barbecue, especially that one, the safari skewer in with Jungle Cruise. That is a pairing made in heaven, and uh, that is that is 
maybe the restaurant I eat at most when I'm, when I'm there. Cause it's so quick and so delicious. I like, they have a, uh, kind of a Korean barbecue, uh, skewer that, uh, I just absolutely love. So very good. Sean, what else you got? Uh, I've got Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters with a green alien macaron. Oh yeah, Those can you are get the, so good? Can you get the macaron year round there? I think so. Mm, yeah, I only they had, had it at the Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, they had it for Pixar Fest, and then they just kept it. <laughs> is what mm. it seems like. So, yeah, I love a macaron. Joel, have you had the macarons there? I have not. Yeah, they're quite good. They're really good. They got that crispy chewy yeah there's something about a macaron and you better really love it five five <laughs> bucks for a <laughs> tiny cookie i mean that you can't even share that thing that thing is five bucks so <laughs> well but, this one's a bigger one so oh that's good yeah but yeah, it's, the, it's a little more than five bucks i think so yeah well they have the ones over it uh they have the ones in downtown disney there's mm-hmm. a macaron cart that has like 15 flavors and i think i think they're like Four dollars a piece, or three for ten. They are teeny, <laughs> and they are minuscule. They're smaller than an Oreo, and uh, but they are delicious. So this macaron is bigger. I have not had this one, so that's a good pairing. Joel, what else do you have? Um, that was mainly it. I just want to mention the one that we were probably all not mentioning because it was the most, at least to me, it was the most obvious, which is the Dole Whip in a tiki room. I yeah, mean, it's like. You know, that, that when you think of a pairing, that's for me, at least that's number one. So I'm like, okay, well, everyone does that one. Um, it's built into the Tiki room. Yeah. I mean, in the waiting. That's <laughs> in the lobby. Of the tiki room. It's literally <laughs> built into the attraction. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to me, the, the Dole Whip in the Tiki room is popcorn in a movie. I mean, it's just, it's, it's synonymous. It's part yeah. of the experience. So yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's delicious. And now they've changed it, which is unfortunate. You know, it used to be my favorite pro tip was that people would line up and there'd be a, a half hour line all the way down around into Adventureland. But you could walk in and there'd be two people on the other side. Mm-hmm. And now but now the new pro tip is mobile ordering. Just yeah. do yeah. mobile ordering. You don't have to wait in line and Man, I love the Tiki Room so much. That's an attraction I miss. I always thought when I was a kid that when I got older, I wouldn't like attractions like the Tiki Room or Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. And I love them. Maybe that's a sign I'm getting old. <laughs> Sean, what else is on your list? Uh, mine kind of goes with that, but uh, it's it's a little different. I've got Monsters, Inc. And the It's Lemon. Yeah. Uh, non-dairy uh <laughs> swirl yeah. thing yeah whatever that thing is yeah. yeah which is i would call that the sister to the dole whip right yeah. california adventures version <laughs> yeah yeah i've never had that is that just uh i oh. to be honest i've never had it either <laughs> it's, it's it looks it's a, good yeah it's a lemon it's a lemon swirl and the joke is it's yeah lemon it's a lemon snow cone yeah yeah Yeah, it's yeah it's yellow snow you're basically eating yellow snow is the joke with it and and even in the attraction on monsters inc (laughs) one of the doors open and it's the abominable snowman and he's offering you a yellow snow cone yeah he says it's lemon (laughs) that's a great pairing i i think the most you know as much as i would say that yeah maybe the uh maybe it's the dole whip with the tiki room it's got to be up there 
considering all the episodes we've had, and I'm just going to give it the final, maybe honorable mention is to, is to have a, uh, a Monte Cristo with pirates. I mean, <laughs> you know, I couldn't not mention it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all thought it, come on. We all thought it, but I mean, if there was any one pairing that I would want right now, if, if I could have anything where it was one food and, and one attraction, even though pirates isn't my favorite attraction, it's definitely in the top, man. I think I would, I think I would take the money Cristo and, and a quick ride on, on pirates. So not bad guys. Great lists tonight. First of all, a few shocking crossovers, <laughs> Yes, but not as much crossover as I thought there might be. So that was uh, really good. Any closing thoughts, Joel? Uh, no, just, uh, just it's it's great to think about uh, things in different ways when you can't go. So you get to fantasize your uh, pairing different rides with different foods and it kind of satisfies a little bit of the itch or makes a bigger itch. I don't know. <laughs> I think the itch grew tonight for sure. But uh, I'm, I'm with you. This was fun. Sean? Uh, yeah, my itch is gigantic right now. Uh, so just, just to speak to Joel's little comment there, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I, th- I think this was great. It really makes me excited for the reopening of the park, uh, which I believe is April 30th for California residents. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, so, uh, soon for everybody else. So none of us can go April 30th, but hopefully nope. soon. And I'm hoping <laughs> that they unroll the new membership. It's apparently from what I'm hearing, the rumblings, it's not going to be an annual pass. They're calling it a membership which means it's like an annual pass, but 50% more expensive. That's what I understand <laughs> membership to be. Perhaps uh, a punch, punch card like at the pool. But you just kind of have to... <laughs> I, I just, all I hope is that they have one, I don't care what it costs, that's unlimited. As long as they have something, I'll pay whatever it is, as long <laughs> as it's unlimited. Because I can only usually go from like five or six o'clock or seven o'clock PM on I'm, if they have a punch card where you can go 10 times a year, I'm not going to go at 7 PM and waste a punch card. So hopefully there'll be something, but if for our listeners, if you want to keep up on all the latest that is happening with Disneyland, if you need your fix every single week, you want to know the latest news, Sean solo, what is the best way for them to get that news? Well, uh, we've got a little podcast called Word on the Main Street, and we talk about all of the news surrounding the Disneyland Resort every single week. Uh, So you can find us basically wherever uh, fine podcasts are sold. Absolutely. But it is free. And it's free. (laughs) (laughs) It's free, but it's wherever (laughs) podcasts are sold. So yeah, Sean and Brian do an awesome job of that. It's my favorite podcast. It comes out every single Wednesday. You can check that out. Well, that's all we've got for you this week. If you're enjoying this podcast, if you do us a favor, it sure does help if you'd leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening, especially on uh, Apple Podcasts that drives a lot of the business. That way, when people are looking for Disneyland content, it helps us to be found. And uh, also, we are on social media. We'd love for you to interact with us there. If you have a message for us, let us know what you think we missed or what you think we got right. Or if you really think that it was the craziest coincidence ever that we had turkey legs and great moments with Mr. Lincoln, because I still think that is the most bizarre thing. That's amazing. That was incredible. Yeah. (laughs) But please leave uh, leave us a message and let us know if you have any ideas 
We're going to have lots more creative shows coming up for you. But uh, until we meet again, on behalf of Joel Skellington and Sean Solo, I'm Sean Rapier. Have a magical night. Thank you.